that's just how you gotta keep striving and pursuing and believing in yourself. You really have to have that will, that mentality, where you can't let, let go. You just can't let go because every, like I said, life's too short and every second counts. episode five of Ox talk with augustine um i'm excited for you guys to hear this um we went him way back since high school so i know this kid for like going on 15 years now and last year we went on a trip to california um, for about 10 days or so but we left that experience definitely uh, made a huge impact on us and um he made it a goal to not only visit california next time but live there and he did it I was happy enough to actually hear the news when I heard it for the first time. I was super happy for him. Um, he got a job opportunity out there in California, and he's actually moving there uh, next month. I'm very happy for him. And so we just sat down. We just talked about how he thought about moving to California, how that experience was for him. He talked about you know how positive he is too, because he's a positive dude. And whenever I feel down, I go up to him, talk to him for advice and everything, and he gives me like so much wisdom. And we also talked about how he was born in Romania and moved to New York with his family, and eventually made his way to Jersey, and that's how we met. He talked about his journey and how humbling that was, living in the farmland, having to live in the city and how that transition was. So after hearing this story, I was super inspired and I can't wait for you guys to hear this. So let's do it. Here's episode five of Ox Talk with Augustine. Excited for this right now. So is my friend. Best friend I've known for really for 15, 14 years now? <laughs> Around 15 years. 15 yeah. years? Damn. Long time. You're... Augustine, welcome on board, man. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, bro. Long time no see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you last week. <laughs> so how you been, man? Been good. Yeah? Great. What are, you, what are you more excited about right now, man? <sighs> oh, man. That I'm living. I'm breathing. Yeah? You know, I wake up every day and see the nature out there, you know? Living living life to the fullest, I, you would say. For sure. You know, everybody's extent is a little bit different, and everybody has their own things they have to cater to every day so no complaints um i think the best uh thing i could say i'll be really living is when i'm on the other side of the country hey. and uh that won't be too far fetched from now it's gonna be coming around next year mm-hmm. so you know 2019 <laughs> new year new me <laughs> yay <laughs> you, you, you excited yeah most definitely yeah because i remember when you and i went to trip to uh to in cali may. in may in cali to visit uh your brother i was speechless yeah I never really uh set foot on that part of the coast yeah. ever i've been kind of sheltering myself on the east east block over here in mm-hmm. the tri-state and we took a trip down to florida once but that was like way back you know it wasn't like an exploration like how we went like a journey like just got hey let's just kick it over there to cali real For quick sure, yeah. you know and i was like you know what I think it was the best decision in on my in my life. Mm-hmm. I have to say, um, given that you're very meticulous with, you're way better at planning than me. Thank you. Beyond belief. <laughs> I mean, I give you props to that. You knew everything and anything. I pretty much just sat back, relaxed, and watched the view. I mean, you were literally like the yeah. director behind that. Trip. <laughs> that was funny. Um, it was it was an experience like no other. And I mean, obviously, the reason we were there was because you know my twin was doing his residency mm-hmm. and stuff of that nature so why not why not exactly like, let's go so you so you went 
you went to California. What did you love most about California? Ugh. The question is, what did I like? <laughs> <laughs> what did you take away from it, from the trip? Like, what inspired oh you the most after that trip? Uh, the the lifestyle. The, lifestyle. the way people live over there is more so laid, different more laid than back, here. Right? Very laid back. Just a lot of activity going on i think that i think that has to do a lot with the sun being out every day mm-hmm. it was just people were very active mm-hmm. um they look very happy you know and to me it that just like clicked i'm like man what are these guys doing like they, how do you have this much time in a day you're always outside yeah i'm like do you guys even work <laughs> you know it's always i'm out stuck there. inside majority of the time frame and any chance i get i'm either by the shore or by another shore mm-hmm. so seeing that coastline over there really opened my eyes to the possibility of like why why can't i be there mm-hmm. and, um, and you love the beach right oh my gosh so for them for me to see that was a whole different dynamic because over here is you know flat plain sand you know stones and all that chips and but when over there i mean i've never felt sand like that in my entire life probably mm-hmm. if i would have been to the caribbean the whole different story but the fact that you didn't have to pay to get on to live a life like that every yeah, day because jersey you had to pay like what ten dollars 10 12 depends per beach the depends beach on what coast you're on whatever and uh, you got to worry about parking too so it's a whole nother d- dilemma people are very fit like i said over there from the parents grandparents you know kids grandkids you know you name it i mean it was just a, a lot of act, active lifestyle and a healthy lifestyle which kind of opened my eyes to the fact that uh i i need to stay on that path because obviously you know i've i, I have been in shape for quite some time but uh, it wasn't all that in my younger years i can attest to that no, it was not <laughs> nope nope it was a lot of large clothes yeah that was it. what what motivated you to get back in shape again man uh, i know before you 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 really wanted to but you weren't there yet but now you're like all in like what what pushed you to do that i wanted to do it you wanted i wanted to do, to do it. it it was a certain time in my life when i was in high school i was like you know it was i think it was around junior year mm-hmm. i didn't like that image of me that much it wasn't like uh it was it wasn't helping me at all i was i was now trying to go outside or like anything involved with like sports activities in the summer completely sheltered myself in the side like just working either with my dad or on a side hustle or whatever um but nothing involving like going to a pool or a beach i'm like no way i'm no way i'm taking my shirt off i felt so unconfident myself you think most of it was in your head or is it like i I could easily have you know set that aside but i think i let it get the best of me so i think the only option for myself was to initiate it and actually get the job done Mm -hmm. so i Started working out more when I was in high school. I was like uh, participating in a lot more curricular activities, extracurricular activities, which I thought was well needed, but I didn't pay attention to the fact that I was eating unhealthy. So I packed on the weight very quick. And I was like, coming from a country where you eat healthy every day, I was yeah. like, man, it was because everything was so easily accessible here. For sure. And it was cheaper. Obviously, you pay more for the healthy stuff, right? And I got carried away. You know, I learned two types of French. French fries and French toast. <laughs> Not the French that I knew back there. Damn it. So, you know, you kind of veer off uh, the path where you're supposed to kind of be on. So you learn, you live and learn. And after a while, then college was really the main um, pace that I've changed my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like really, really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything started changing. I just had to put myself on a better path. I was hanging out with, uh, you know, uh, more active people. Uh, they weren't drinking eating soda you know doing all the crazy stuff for sure so they're 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 uh, as i speak that kind of opened up the possibility of like why can't i you know 
pursue that or get into that dynamic and not just like let my head kind of open my head like clear up yeah. my head i guess you know, say in a way but um yeah college kind of transition so everything kind of changed from that given that i wasn't dorming did help out a lot yeah you, we were both commuting <laughs> yes right yeah so there wasn't much partying i could yeah. say if people ask i wasn't really doing all that i think the only yeah time not at all i was around much parties was when you were a dj for sure that so, was that was fun Holla at Mike Cheese, <laughs> DJ, DJ She's in the building. Good times, yeah, good yeah. times. He was yeah, on the radio. Was you know, yeah. Props to him. But um, yeah, I mean, he lived a pretty good life after that. It wasn't too crazy. I tried to keep away from the, the negativity and, and uh, veer myself on a path that I was going to you know, fulfill. Yeah, because one thing I, I admire about you is how positive you are. Like, no, matter, oh, yeah. no matter how negative of a situation you may be in, you're always look towards the positive. Oh, yeah. You can't... You, uh, my motto is kind of like what Robbie said, life's too short to waste it, so <laughs> every second counts. And it's almost like, why would I keep that negativity in my head all the time when I have better things to foresee for the foreseeable future? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it's been instilled in my head ever since growing up because not for, not for anything, but we came here without anybody. Because you were you know? born in Romania, right? Yeah. How was life like there in Romania compared farmer. to here? Stray farmer, you'll see a lot of animals, a lot of animals, a lot of nothing to do. You know, you're climbing trees for a living. Tarzan should have been there. <laughs> it was um, really open, but I, I, I kind of like that. You know, you, if you want to really get away from the regular crazy noise lifestyle of stuff over here, you go over there, all you hear is nature. You hear birds chirping, you hear the, the branches breaking or leaves moving around. You know, it's something that you don't really get to experience. Not every kid can say they have the experience. And... I can say I've been I've been blessed in that sector. I've been definitely blessed. I mean, coming to what I am now, <laughs> exact opposite. It's crazy. Man. Or when we shifted from there to New York. Oh my God. Seeing you come up from like where you were before to where you are now is like totally oh, different. Yeah. You was, bought your parents' cars, right? Yes. Yes. That's I did. insane. Yes, that was a, a blessing. You know, got thank God for that. Mm. It wasn't all my doing. You know, for sure. Somebody was directing and producing my life so yeah. um it, it, you know i'm just the middleman here i'm just the person I'm like a little puppeteer yeah but it's i think giving back is a very it's, important it's important thing. to you right it's a important thing money comes and goes but money can't buy you a lot of things one of them is friends because you will never have friends if you buy them yeah it's <laughs> very just, true because then you run out of money guess where your friends go w- were you uh always this way like um being positive or like making sure your money is right or like just in general like were you taught this or just learned as you went along i can say it all was how i was brought up yeah my parents obviously uh are like my biggest role models in anything i've done mm-hmm. and obviously i'm a I, i'm a believer of god so that obviously that definitely is a help as well a big help because you have a sense of direction in life and a path you kind of have to foresee for yourself and uh, people around just in general mm-hmm. you you stay positive i always say positivity attracts more positive um stuff in your life whether for sure the people around you or whatever you end up doing mm-hmm. so i think st- veer, staying in that direction and not veering off that path has led me to where i am at this point and to the possibility of fully transitioning to the West, mm-hmm. which was one of my goals, my biggest goals on my bucket list. Hey. And I can't believe it's coming faster than I expected because yeah. it wasn't that long that I was there this past summer. Uh-huh. So it's uh, 
It's a big, big step. Big Cause, step. Because I remember, like, you had that on your phone, like a picture of, of oh. California on your phone, kind All of visualizing time. it every day. All the time. I used to have that before. It was just any beach that I would go to. I take a nice sure. scenic photo and post mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, you know, every day I wake up in the morning, that's what I want to see. Yeah. You know, that's where I want to be, you know, and and that to me is my sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. Because back home we didn't have a beach. Like, yeah. I think the closest one to any shore I was about maybe a thousand six hundred miles. So how am I gonna get there yeah. every day? I don't have a car. Yeah, exactly. I had a horse. Uh huh. One horsepower. You had a horse? Yeah, we had a couple of horses. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know snails, about this. Regular horses, you know. Yeah. Sheep, goats, uh, bulls. Do you want to ride a horse? Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Now it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been since '99. But yeah, I used to ride. Yeah, I used to ride horses. That's crazy, man. Remember, farmer, straight farmer. You yeah, no kidding. Yeah, straight farmer. Jeez. So, you got the horse carriages and buggies and all mm-hmm. that. So, so tell me a story. How'd you get to the states from Romania? How was that like? It <laughs> it was an interesting one. Yeah. It was a hard one. It was a hard one. It took a lot of uh uh documentation and you know uh, battling with the courts and stuff to get the paperwork all legalized Mm -hmm. so it wasn't easy it wasn't all that easy it took it took about a few years really a few years and uh constantly uh going back and forth back and forth until everything got settled you know i mean it was all four of uh, four four boys and obviously with my parents yeah so it wasn't the easiest task of all and leaving all behind was Mm -hmm. extremely hard I mean, we had everything there. Do you miss it back there? Yeah, I look back. You know, it's a it's that's that's home. You know, that's home. That's what I call really home, even to this day. Yeah, I'm here, but you know, everything is back there, because we don't have no cousins, uncles, relatives, anybody of any of any kind over here. So we only contact we would get through them is either through Skype or uh, if they have a phone, sometimes FaceTime, yeah. but. It's on a rare occasion, you know, uh, they're all kind of scattered across Europe, so it's not so easy seeing them as well. It, everybody's schedule is different. We don't all allocate our time off the same. You know, they work this shift, we work here, you know, it's total opposite, plus a time zone, yeah. complete opposites. But it, I like the fact that they're all scattered, it gives me an opportunity to travel oh, even yeah? more. Nice. Because instead of being... In the same little square that I've been living most of my life, mm-hmm. now I have all the reasoning to uh, scout out and about. Given that I was born in Europe, I can just say, Rob, you travel a lot more than I have. Yeah. So as sad as that <laughs> seems, I have only scouted three countries over there. Yeah. Okay. And it's my mission, my goal to okay. travel each and every one of them. What's your What's your like top like? I guess top three places to visit on your list. Well, I definitely want to go to the factory for Porsche and BMW. Hey. Hey. Shout out to BMW and Porsche. <laughs> uh, in Stuttgart and and uh, Munich. Um, but I also do want to check out Ibiza. Ibiza, um, yeah. Or Barcelona. Uh-huh. Madrid, you know, over there. Uh, and Prague, for sure. I've heard very good things about it. I've, I also want to check out the west side of France. Okay. Uh, I have some friends that live over there, and they showed me some photos, and I was mind-boggled. Damn. Anything related to a coast. I'm yeah. good. Like, yeah. You know, have you noticed? I know that about I'm you. Pointing out as long as you got a coast, you're good. Yeah. Like, some people favor more of the city life and stuff like that. I wasn't raised a city boy, mm-hmm. so I can't really attest to that. Mm-hmm. But... Anything really with nature, being outside, sitting mm-hmm. in the sun. Roking, How was like, the coast like in Romania? <laughs> it was a lot of hills and valleys. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. There's We lived in between two two big hills or mountains. Oh, no way. So you see that fog in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
but it literally looked like something out of a movie. No way. Yeah, it was very different, very different. Oh, yeah, because you kind of overlook the city. Yeah. So it's a whole different getaway from what it is over here. You might not even see that in the Midwest. Okay. Maybe in Colorado. Did it take time for you to adjust when you got to the States? Yeah, but we're very good at that. Okay. Like, I think learning the languages was extremely easy. I think mm-hmm. English is by far one of the easiest languages I can attest to. Yeah. Just the writing itself, like our language, our alphabet is mainly, if not all letters, like the U.S. alphabet, the same thing. I think the only thing different is there's some commas and apostrophes on certain letters mm-hmm. and to give it a different sound. It's also. similar to like Spanish, right, in a way. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, very close. Yeah. Very close. Mm-hmm. Us, Italians, the French, very similar. Hence, my reggaeton addiction. Hey. <laughs> hey, yeah, I come over to your house on every like once a week. Yeah, you talk about reggaeton all the time, <laughs> all that music. Hey, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I like good music. You like to dance too? Oh my gosh! Hey. I remember when I was back in Europe. Our dad, my my dad, took us on these like tour bus trips. No way. Yeah, he was a you know he used to do tour bus. He was a tour bus driver around Europe. Yeah, and that's how you met your that's how he met your mom, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, tell him the story. Yeah, that was yeah that was funny. <laughs> God bless my mom. <laughs> my dad's been good. He, for sure, he, he he lived a good life. He you did, I mean, man. Traveling for work—that's like a hobby, man. For like, sure, that's, for, that's a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, you made my mom. You know, she's the the most most important person in my life. I can honestly say everything mm-hmm. I have and have done is mostly because of her. Mm-hmm. You know, she kind of like pretty much raised us all. Mm, sure. Yeah, my dad was the bread and butter of the house. He was the one bringing the finances and stuff. But she mm-hmm. was the one keeping us on our toes each and every day. Yeah. Considering she was going to school and work at the same time. So, uh, yeah, I think they met through family, relatives. They must Because remember, in Europe, you're a very tight-knit, close community. Okay. There's not too many people in the town that we lived in. Yeah. So, <laughs> she was obviously a little bit younger. My dad was always the talk of the show. You know, everybody knew who he was. Hey, hey you know, stuff like that. Hey. He's a popular guy. He's a popular guy. Probably yeah. a popular guy. So I could probably say I, I inherited that genetic trait from him. Okay. But <laughs> my mom was the exact opposite. Really? As shy can be. No, you know, very, uh, she was a very good looking kid yeah. <laughs> growing up. I mean, even to this day, you know, people know her like that. So. Everybody was jealous when she got word. They got word that my mom was talking to my dad. Like, mm-hmm. oh, how are you talking to him? This and that. You don't deserve him. Blah yeah. blah. And you know, long long story short, they ended up together. And um, you know, got to travel a little bit here and there before we can. We kind of came around in yeah. their lives, and um, they stuck together ever since. I think thirty some years now. Thirty one, thirty two. I'm not exactly man, sure. Man, that's so rare yeah. to find too, man. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. And everybody knows my parents. They know they're the realist. For you know, sure. They're, they're real, really good, really good parents. I can't say I would I never trade anything for the world. That's awesome, um, man. And it's like I always say if I move anywhere, they have to come with. Yeah. Yeah, I could make food and all, but like their food is just delicious. Oh you know? man. Tell, <laughs> tell us about Romanian tell us about Romanian food, man. How, how? Oh my gosh. Well my mom was a caterer. Yeah. She was to cater for weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, making really? five, six people was nothing because you make for 100, 200, 300 people. Yeah. And she loves, she loves cooking <laughs> oh too, my right? Gosh. And baking. It's one thing to love it, but she knows how to do it in a way that she doesn't like count how much she puts in this. Thing. She's just like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Cakes, you know, you name it to regular food, anything she can just bake and make. So, baking and cooking for her is like, a, I think, is a standard. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Any favorites? <sighs> 
Man, which one is not? There's, <laughs> <laughs> dude, there's this, like, this, let's not talk about desserts. Oh, your favorite desserts? Oh, so there's this cake called Kremesh. Oh Ooh. my gosh. It's got like this Boston cream filling, but Tell it's them. a little bit more solid like jello. Yeah. Man, oh my gosh. So when we were younger, me and my twin used to have one cake. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, I'm not going to make both of you two. She never t- t- said, you know, she was set that set in stone. Like, you only get in this and that's it. Yeah. As we got older, we kind of got greedy. Oh, no. We like, now, nah, you know, we need we need a little a little bit more. Because, you know, my twin be eating it a lot more than me. Yeah. So we were like, can you actually, you know, bake us like two cakes? Mm-hmm. So we we never really got the too much fun from buying from a store. Gotcha. You know, coming from a former lifestyle, I think buying from a store was like our last resort. Mm-hmm. We only... Did that if we really desperately needed it. Yeah. Because our mom was pretty much her grocery store. For sure. And I feel that in a way that kind of made you more money conscious of being a farmer to where you are now. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because over there, you know, you don't look at money like how you do over here. We used to, we, I can't even believe, we used to do trade bargaining in the 90s. Really? How's that like? It was was pretty intense. Yeah. Pretty, very exciting actually. Yeah. How would you do that? Butcher, you know, you butcher meat, you know, stuff like that. You sell it to the markets and you get this much cheese, this much bread, this much of this meat or whatever, Mm -hmm. like smoked bacon or whatever Mm -hmm. you call it. Um, you know, you, you we used to breed bulls amongst neighbors. Really? You know, our our bull was stronger and bigger and heavier. They wanted his genetics. You know, they wanted something like that with the horses. You know, the same thing. Yeah. So, and then we came to the states here. We realized a horse is like eighty grand. <laughs> we were like, wait a minute, <laughs> eighty grand. We used to have like twenty of them back home. Mm-hmm. If we sold that here, we would have been millionaires. That's crazy. But it's, you know, it's a whole different lifestyle. It's very different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So. If I go back right now, it's the same thing. Nothing changed. Mm-hmm. 28 years. And, and that kind of makes you appreciate things more, right? It really does. It mm-hmm. really does because we came from... Over there, we were considered pretty good. I don't know what level, class, yeah. subclass, whatever you name Because your it. house over there is pretty... It's big. big pretty it's big, right? Big. It's mm-hmm. definitely a lot bigger. And then we came here. We ended up in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? So, you know, it, but... You make do with what you have. Yeah. You adapt. You're you very adapt. humble in the in the beginning and then where you are now, like the house you're living now is Yeah. It's pretty oh, nice. Thank God, you know, God bless. You know, yeah. everything's bless up, DJ Khaled. Bless up. The- <laughs> <laughs> so it, everything takes time. You know, it, every, with everything I believe it takes time and there's no clock um, for where when you're gonna get there. You just kinda have to make do what you have and Keep a, your head up. You have to keep your head up. You know, every, there's going to be positive things in your life coming through. Yeah. You just have to foresee past the negative because people easily get swindled and carried away with the thing being so bad that they're like, they think the whole life went to kaput. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never seen it that way. I've never really uh, believed in that. You know, I think being a believer in general mm-hmm. got me through a lot of things. For sure. So, you know, it's you have to have faith in not just yourself, but in the foreseeable future for you or anybody else around you. Mm-hmm. And in that retrospect, it got us through from there to here and transitioning to whatever the house that we're in right now. So it's been a blessing. It's been truly, truly a blessing. I mean, hey, we, out of all of my generations, only my family got diplomas. That's crazy. College degrees, you name it. You know? yeah. And we're the only ones, like out of all of them, that can say they have anything to do with education. So, but nothing, nothing to say. People can make it with or without. For sure. You know, everybody for sure. has their uh, spiel and how they can have a sense of direction in life and yeah. what they can attest and make from that. So mm-hmm. no need to bash on that. Um, 
<laughs> AKA the Lambos with the dropout tags in the back. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, it's everybody has their own doing, their own calling in life. So I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm blessed. And uh, I'm happy with the blessed with the friends that I've had. You That's know, great, the man. Experience that I've gone through in my life because yeah. I look back when I was younger and I can't even imagine. It's crazy. You know, I look back at myself like it's, it's, a, it's a funny thing. It's a really funny thing how yeah. the world works and how it revolves and how you end up where you end up. Yeah, man. So, I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. For sure. It's, I used to come up to you all the time like when I'm like really down like to oh, your work and be like, hey, man, like give me some advice or something. You always like, keep your head up, man. Hey, you know, everybody goes through a little tough time here. For and sure. There. Nothing that nobody can keep up with. It's just mm-hmm. you can't let that get the best of you. You yeah, know, especially that I'm all, me personally. I yeah. always I'm always laughing. I can't, you are. <laughs> I can't help it, man. Yeah, I can't help it. So when you're feeling stressed out in the day, like what's your getaway? Go to the beach. Either that or mm-hmm. um, exercise. Exercise you know, for me being uh, healthy and fit. Yeah, it really kind of like just makes me makes my brain open up a little. You know? Okay, or I'm not gonna be so clustered. Yeah, the beach for sure is a definite. I mean, I, I, I attest the fact that every summer I do at least two three hundred trips a summer. Yeah, I just go there. Like I don't even care how far it is. Yeah, point. for sure. Because if it's for my own health, mm-hmm. I'll do anything. Yeah, for my own well being, there's no price and on for it. your it's mental priceless. health as well. It's priceless, man. So it's just, just I don't have to do anything. I just go there. I don't even have to spend any money. I just sit there, watch the ocean move back and forth, back and forth for hours. I just look yeah. at the view. I mean, you can't put a price on that. You can't. You know, it That's could be amazing, a lot worse. Bro. It could be a lot worse. You know, it could be confined to a cell or somewhere in a building where you don't see nothing but rock. Mm-hmm. So for me, that I don't take that for granted. You know, yeah. it's, it's something that obviously I was raised around nature growing up. But it's something that I've appreciated, and it's like I look forward to every day. So, mm-hmm. And seeing the sun, of course, definitely helps. Yeah. Hence Cali every day. For sure, because <laughs> nowadays, like, you go up, you go outside, like, at 5 o'clock at night, and it's, like, pitch black. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. <laughs> it, it is, but you know what? There's stars. There's stars it's out true. there. See, see again, see, with the gotta, opti- optimism. You got you to gotta look up there. Like Back home, we used the moon yeah. as a reflection on the rocks because there was no streetlights. For sure. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was like our thing. There was no streetlights. Was, was it scary? No. Sometimes. Oh. We Remember, when you're living in an environment mm-hmm. as such, you mm-hmm. don't fear so much. I think a lot of times, really? whether it's here or anywhere else, when people don't get out of their comfort zones mm-hmm. and they get sheltered their whole life and they say, don't touch this, don't touch that, don't don't explore this, don't explore that, you're pretty much limiting yourself yeah. to what you can really do or opening your, you're not allowing your mind to open up to the possibility of exploring things outside your comfort zone. You can't be in that box all your life because For then sure. you, you won't grow up. There's You're not letting your brain advance. Yeah. You know, you're stopping yourself from... Uh, pursuing your dream because of the little fear factor that you have in your head. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, for us, it's a different story. We were exposed to all that, snakes, animals, and whatever. So, yeah. for us, getting dirty, it was not a right. hard task. Yeah. It was like my go-to. For sure. And you, you're very you're very passionate about cars also with your oh brother. Oh, my gosh. Yep, right? yep, yep, yep. Man, like, I could walk down the street with you, and you can <laughs> name every single car on the street. Like, just by, just by looking at the back of the car, it's crazy. Given that I used to work around one, a company as well. For sure. I only feed of my addiction. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's funny how a farmer... Where'd that come from? My dad. Your dad. Yep, my dad. He was the gearhead. Mm-hmm. The gearhead, and I'm happy that he was, because now he's made me into one bigger one. He taught him. you everything? Oh, my gosh, yeah. He was a mechanic. 
for a while way back, you know, and stuff like that. And also driving in general, just just driving in general as a, for his work. Well, I, I didn't really pay attention about that much when I was younger until I was like around 11, 12. And he was like, you know what, can you come help me this and that, blah, blah, we're doing oil changes, just like, I was trying to play outside, you know, nothing crazy. He was like, come on, hand me. But the constant, you know, like just me being there, I was like, you know, it's actually pretty fun. Like, I like, I like, I, I like, you know, just looking, observing and seeing mm-hmm. what he does. I wasn't really, <laughs> how much help can I be as a 12 year old? For Holding sure. A wrench. <laughs> yeah. Holding a wrench next to a headlight. <laughs> but you enjoyed it though. It was. Yeah, you spent time with your dad also. Yes. Right? It was good. It was good bonding, you know, I think, uh, which, you know, to me, that's like a, a rare thing nowadays. It's so hard. So many people don't, so many of my friends don't have their same, their parents. For sure. One parent is, you know, mm-hmm. with, or separated. It's so hard. That's why for me, like when I look at it, I'm like blessed. I'm extremely, extremely blessed. I look Definitely. at it, my parents are both together. We've all been sheltered around them, you know, constantly. Uh-huh. So seeing other family, relatives, friends, whatever, a little, living on a different path, it's like, yeah can be disheartening at times. So I can see where, you know, it can take a toll on them. So For sure. that's why I try to keep a positive mindset at any that's time. That's where positivity no comes from. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's, it starts from home. It mm-hmm. literally starts from home. So yeah. being involved with all that with cars and stuff was obviously second nature at that point for me because I just got even more and more addicted. Mm-hmm. Working around a company that deals with cars every day. Yeah. Hence my cars that I keep driving every day. Exactly. There's only going to be more and more coming along. Definitely, man. But it's not like it's, it doesn't really shape or mold me who I am. It's just mm-hmm. that's it's my a part of you. It's yeah, exactly. What, what I like to do, I like to sit, sometimes just go on drives. Just like I go to Pennsylvania or something. You know, mm-hmm. take my car. Just enjoy the road, right? Just, just me, me and the car. Just, you know, kick it back. I don't even care if the gas is wasted. Yeah. yeah. But at least I enjoyed it. That's awesome. I look back. It's a little, I call it my little journey. Yeah, you know, it's I don't have to go anywhere specific. I don't I don't I don't like planning too much. No, you don't. I've always been a bad planner. Anytime yeah, I'm I'm, plan. I'm I'm a little bit more planner mm-hmm. than you are, but you you just love to just wing it and like let's wing just it. go and then Listen. we go and then we figure out on the way. Now or never, because what am I gonna do when I get older? Yeah, I probably won't want to move. So you you enjoy like long road trips? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Where would you want to go? Like for a road trip, your ideal road trip, where would it be? Like any outside of the whole. US? Anywhere, bro. Anywhere, Monaco. Yeah. Why? Monaco. It's always been like it's it, well. I mean, the the streets are pretty much a racetrack. Yeah, and I want to like explore like a day in For the sure. life of a supercar exotic, amazing, like, you know, bro. event like gumball. Mm-hmm. You know, we got 400, 500 cars of just constantly just v- revving, r- racing. You know, I've always had a passion for that stuff like F one. I've always been around F one growing up. Cause you watch a lot of that on the TV. Oh my gosh! TV, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, from Michael Schumacher to Alonso and somebody else. I mean, it was very big. Over there in Europe, racing, that type of racing, GT racing, F1, Le Mans, extremely big. And it's, you know, every country has their own, you know, I'm sure like in Asia or in America. For sure. So for for me, kind of, that kind of I got drawn into that. And mm. um, that's why my car addiction will never stop. That's awesome. <laughs> you have a dream car, bro? Oh, gosh. I have a goal in my head. What's the goal? Where I have to have seven cars. Seven By cars. when? I don't think there's a time frame. Okay. I think I'll be getting them as I be going. Because seven cars, though, in your seven garage. Seven cars, for sure. Hey. And the reason for that, there's Why? seven days in the week. Hey, <laughs> every car. Ooh. A car per day. You know, you never know. There might be eight. You never know. Dream big, man. You'll you make it, though. You gotta dream big. You, know, you make you, it. You, you gotta hustle. You gotta the hustle. thing where I learned about you and, and your brother, Iwan, was the fact that, like, you put your mind to it, you get it. Like, I remember when you had the STI. Yeah, remember? And then yeah, one and of my friends was like, nah, you're never gonna get that. Nah, never. never. Get that. It only pushed me harder. And then one day, you called me up, like, yo, night. come outside. 
And I came outside. That Bought blue it. STI was sitting right there, parking lot. I'm like, oh my god, Bought bro! It. All of it. So tell me a story about that. How, how that happened? Oh, that was funny. <laughs> I was, uh, I was, you know, on a little trip with my dad working. Yeah. And we were just skadoodling around, and he was like, oh, there's this car I saw at this dealership. Blah blah. I was like. I'm like, no way. This car is already out of my budget. I can already mm. imagine it because we had a set in stone a budget that we were going to allocate for that. Mm. But that car was in New York. So long story short, we ended up going to New York. The guy just kind of like finagled us and never ended up seeing him at all. So we pretty much felt like we're like, like losers. We we're like, what, what's going on here? Like we ended up, we're going up to the address. Where's this car? Where's this guy? This guy pretty much just like frauded the whole thing. We're yeah. like, okay, this is like a dead end. So we're not going to get this car right now. Now, that price that we were looking at over there was mm-hmm. definitely affordable. Okay. Then the one that we came to in Jersey, we were like, I think fast forward a month or so later. Yeah. We were like, my dad saw when he was on his way back from work one day, he said, hey, there's this gray car so-and-so over here. And I was like, do you know what car this is? He was uh-huh. like, yeah, it had the same spoiler, the wing, the yeah. manual, six-speed, whatever, turbo. Uh-huh. And I was like, you sure? And he was like, yeah, but it's a little... I was like, how much does it cost? He didn't tell me. Yeah. He didn't tell me. It was like almost twice the value. Oh, man. I was like, oh, dude. Like, <laughs> I can't... You know, I can't do that. Got my budget, you know, though. I'm working like for $7.15. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. I can't yeah. I'm not going to squeeze that. But then I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe there is a possibility we could squeeze this. So we end up going, like on the way back. Yeah. Going on our way back. Um, He stops by the, the dealer and he's like... We check out the car, and mm-hmm. then he just kind of ends up going back, and my dad goes, ends up going back in his truck. And I was like, what am I going to do with you? I can't do anything. I'm, just, I'm too young. I was 19. Yeah. What am I going to do here? I don't know what you want to say. Yeah. And I'm, so I was just like sitting around there. He's like, go inside. Go inside the dealership. I'm like, man, this car is nice. But I remember from um, growing up, my dad always said, never show enthusiasm when you go to any place like this because they really? see it and they milk it. Oh. Pro tip, pro tip. Yeah. Let's take the money all from him. Nope. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, eh, you know, it's all right. But in my head, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. If, this, if I get this, all my friends are going to sure, love me. For sure, for sure. All my friends are going to love me. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> and their grandma. <laughs> the, so I tell them, nah, man, you got to come with me. Yeah. I'm too, what am I going to do, young ass kid over there? For sure. I tell my dad to come with me. We go inside and we end up with some kid that's my age as a yeah. sales guy. Yeah. Oh, really? And the kid no was way. I'm like, no way. How are you telling me this? You're like 19. Yeah. Are you trying to sell me this car? You trying to upsell me? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 not gonna happen. So me and my dad were like, this kid is not gonna get the money. Yeah. He's, he's got to work for it. He ain't gonna do all oh, that. Shit. So we haggled back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, yeah. My dad's me and my dad were very good at that, and I remember <laughs> the last thing was. Before we do the transaction, obviously, yeah. uh, we were about to walk out the dealership like three times. Mm-hmm. Literally three times we were about to just walk out. I think yeah. the last time the manager came up to us and he was like, oh, hey, guys, if you're <clears> working <throat> with me, yeah. if you're really considering purchasing this car right now, we're going to we're gonna sell it to you right now. Like, really? Only if you're going to cooperate and work with what we offer. Exactly. And he did. He did. And then after that... We called my mom. He's like, oh, hey, so, you know, is it okay if we so-and-so? Like, <laughs> She's like, what do you mean it's okay? I thought you guys just going to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so we are checking it out, the dealership. So then we were like, <laughs> so we, we, got, we were about to leave. Yeah. Just we were about to leave because the car gets finalized, paperwork, everything. A storm comes in. Oh, oh no. my gosh. It's raining hard? Dude, it was like lightning, thunder. I oh, thought the apocalypse shit. was coming. 
It's crazy. The sign, bro. I, we were like, maybe we should return this car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I tell my dad, we're not going nowhere for an hour. We have to wait. And then we finally get the car and we're on the road and come yeah. back. And at that night, this one, ta- uh, uh, one of our good friends was like, remember, he was like, oh, you're not going to get this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And he pops up at our, we had popped up at the, the night and at our doorstep at our house. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah, and we were like, hey, come outside. Just come, just come outside. You guys, you want, you want to see something? Oh, I should have hide my grin on my face. Trying to, see, I, I was trying to see something. No, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> so we're like, whose key is this? Whose key is this? Beep, yeah. Beep. And they're like, nah. Why does it say Temtac on the back of the car over there? And suddenly he's like, no. He started the car. Poof, it was like, oh my god. Yeah. They all lost it. They all lost it. That's amazing, man. That was an awesome experience. But then what happened after though with your dad? <sighs> oh man, he lost his job. Two yeah. weeks after that purchase, it was a sad, sad world. Man, I felt so dumb. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was the worst thing possible. How did you guys get out of that? Oof. What happened? Hustle, hustle, a lot of hustling. Like, we used to work our butts off when we were in school. For sure. And uh, it was just a lot of balancing our finances. We were like, you know, we can't do, we can't, you got to be smart. Yeah. We can't be splurging on anything. Absolutely nope. nothing. We mm-hmm. probably couldn't even be driving that car for that long. Really? We had to postpone driving that, so we drive the other one. Yeah. We had a BMW at the time. Hashtag <laughs> <like> spoiled. <laughs> but hey, even that car we bought. For sure. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, respect. Hey. You bought all your cars. Hey, respect. Hey. Birdman. Yeah. But the uh, thing was, it was tough. It was very tough because mm-hmm. we had to kind of pick ourselves back up from our... From, yeah, I can't imagine what you went through for that. Dude, it was like a, sh- it was like a blow. It was extremely a hard blow. I mean, yeah. like, you could imagine my mother was like, "Are you freaking for real now?" For like, sure. You splurged on this, and now he lost. She must been everything. upset. Dude, we were like literally debating: Are we going to be living in this house? Yeah. Like we, we were very concerned. We were like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to be broke." That's crazy. And I was like, "No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not going to be broke. You know, we made it this far. We're not going to be broke. We're going to survive. We're going to be this. perfectly fine. We got this. Yeah. We got this." So that's what we did. We hustled, we hustled, we hustled. We saved every every penny that came in our house. And um, within the year, we got ourselves back up on our feet very fast. In a year? Mm-hmm. Wow. Very fast. Very fast. So, you know, it's when you put your mind to something and you, you get it done. Mm-hmm. You get it done. You don't waste. You don't BS. You know, none of that. Like, I didn't splurge or anything, whether it was movies, any other random trips. No, you didn't. Nope. No food outside. None of that. Like, I was very meticulous. Yeah, you saved your money, Extremely, man. And that comes with a lot of balance, you know. Finances and stuff from for my sure. Mother's end. She, she used to teach us all about that. Yeah. Where you have to allocate your money wisely. Yeah. And uh, be, be be very smart with your finances. Any anything really. It doesn't have to be just on cars or whatever. Just for in sure. general and living. So it worked out. It worked out for ourselves. Thank God. The year right after, because it was a hard year. <laughs> it was a hard year. Oh I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie. It, you know, it's people think it's you know, no. Did you feel stressed or you felt of like course, we're going to make... Every day, man. Yeah. Every day I was like thinking, well, am I going to have enough money for this? Am I going to have... Because we were also paying for school. For sure. On top, on top of that, too. Yeah. Like, I didn't take no loans. No. You know, I, I went through college without any loans at all. Because you paid your car in full in cash. Well, you paid all your cars full in cash <laughs> and you were still paying off your college. Cash as well. Well, yeah. And your dad just lost your job and now you're trying so to figure things out. Cash. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Whatever cash you got left. It's crazy, so, man. So, you know, that's the hustle. For but sure. I think for us... That wasn't that hard to do. Mm-hmm. It was a thing coming from a country where you had means of obviously um, afford, affording housing over there different than it is over here because the yeah. lifestyle is so opposite. For you're sure. You're a farmer there. You're suburban over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You make do what you have. It's pretty much you put your yeah. mind to it. You make do and that's it. 
you don't BS or stress. You stress too For much sure. wasting time. Absolutely. You could be actually focusing on what you could be getting done. You could yeah. actually get it done right then and there. So that's how I like to see everything in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of base that on you know, yeah. anything I do. So if I set my mind to it, you get it, I'm bro. Just constantly looking at that photo, I keep looking at the beach. Exactly, and he there. and he did I'm it. I'm gonna end up there. And yep. that's it. It wasn't long. It was and it seven happened. months. But it was Congrats, a long man. Seven months, and I'm gonna end Proud up there. Proud of you, bro. So that's just how you gotta keep striving and pursuing and believing in yourself. You really have to have that will, that mentality, where you can't let let go. You just can't let go because every, like you said, life's too short, and every second counts. For sure. But yeah, everything we get with the cars and all that. It's only fun if you guys enjoy it. Yeah. Because if one person, yeah, you're just greedy. You know, it's like, come on. Yeah, I'm big on that. Like, if you're successful, for sure, that's great, you know, but you can't share it. Mm. Then what's the point, you know? Like, what's the point of your that? Money, money is a byproduct of happiness. For sure. You should never let that fully uh, take over your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can buy you things, but how long can that last? Absolutely. You know, I mean, I'd rather buy vacations than buy materialistic, like, for only five seconds. Yeah. Because I get bored. Yeah. I get bored. Yeah, because you don't want to share it with. Yeah. Sir, you're like, you may yeah. be on top of the game or on top of the world, but you have this, it's completely like lonely. No. Then what's yeah, the... Yeah, no. Like, can't share it with nobody. Super was probably the most fun we've had with all you oh, guys. Oh, with so many trips, <laughs> so many like car <laughs> meets and stuff. So oh. much fun. Oh, I miss that car, man. Oh, my gosh. Good times. Yeah, we used to go a lot of car shows and stuff. A lot like of car, car shows. We used, to, we used to put that in the car show. Yeah. Fun. Remember, we met the Mitsubishi, yes. Evo. Good times. Good Very good times, times man. And to wrap, wrap it up, man, like to the people listening out there, like what would you give them advice, man? Like what would you say to them? They're just starting out. They don't know what they want to do. They're in a rut trying to figure things out. Get out there. Like literally get out there. Don't stay in your room and try to like read about it. Don't read about it. Just go, you know, because it, it literally takes that will, that drive. If you don't have that drive from the get-go, it's hard to do anything past that. You have to kind of explore your options and take it step by step. Not everything is going to be, you know, shiny pebbles. You're going to have bumps in the road. So you have to know how to over, overlook and oversee and, and learn from them, obviously. If you keep hitting the same pothole every time, there's something wrong there, whether it's on your end or on the other side. But get out, you know, do it like Nike. <laughs> hey. And, hey, shout out to Nike. But... You know, it's not so easy at first, but you have to instill it in your head that if you want a happy life, you have to do what you like. And if you people like doing a nine to five, so be it. I'm not bashing on that. That's up to you. But me personally, I can't sit behind a desk all day. I never was that type of person. I never will ever be. So you got to enjoy it. And, and if you and put that towards uh, making a, a career... Or sustainable to, for you, for your future. Because everybody's lifestyle is different, you know. What you might Absolutely. like is different than what I yep. might like. You know, somebody can live off and be annoyed with only 100 grand. Mm-hmm. I could probably sustain myself with 30. Yeah. Be perfectly happy. Exactly. the guy that's 70,000 above me. You never know. Everybody's lifestyle is different. So, it yeah. depends on where you want to be. You have your you have to set your goal and accomplish it accordingly. So, yeah. This is fun, man. I enjoyed this. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming out, bro. <laughs> Same time. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to plug in? Oh, uh, Instagram. Well, I'm, not, Inst- I'm more so on Instagram because okay. it's kind of been going up and down for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, Ognation One. Hey. Uh, hey. AK Ognation because, you know, Augie Nation, you know, pretty simple. World. The My little world, my little piece of world through a camera lens. So if you ever want to shout out or check me out, see what I go through in a day in the life over there, you will see me on the 
Instagram. I had a YouTube, but I haven't gone too far into it. So that'll be another topic for another day. Okay. All right, man. Thank you for coming out, bro. You're welcome. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> All right, we out. All right, guys. That's episode five of Box Talk with Augustine. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, just let me know. Um, free feed to reach out to me on Instagram. Um, screenshot your phone. Uh, tag me on Instagram at Mikey.She's. Post it on your stories. Um, rate me on iTunes. Tell me how you thought about the podcast. Um, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, feedback's definitely appreciated. And I'll see you guys in the next one.